This is the podcast. Fabulous Adam Richard Outrageous Scott Brennan. Punctual Toby Sullivan. Back for more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, we're really just off to a flying start. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's just get on with it. We did, and you kept talking. Oh. <laughs> Can't you just edit these together from previous words? <laughs> Maybe. Can't you just stock out Waterman style and nail tried, it all together? I've tried that, but we have different... There's many moods of the podcast. Yeah, it'll be like, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. It's like sometimes, That's all right. That's fine. sometimes cool we're excited and sometimes we're somber and other times we're Wes. <laughs> oh. Now my life's as good as an ever song. It's as good as dancing queen. Talk poofy to me. You're talking poofy. <laughs> Judy Blue McClock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is time for you talking poofy. Uh, Are you there talking poofy? It's yes. me, Margaret. <laughs> well, actually, we've got one from uh, Bevan. Bevan. Uh, <laughs> Bevan from Brisbane. Bevan oh. from, we've got a lot of people listening to us from Brisbane. I know. Well, you know what it is? It's not that we have a lot of people listening in Brisbane. It's that Brisbane people are very vocal and interactive. Ah, yeah, right. right. This happens. If you do a national radio show, mm-hmm. you crack the shits during uh, Daylight Savings. Ah, because all of a sudden... All Brisbane callers. Oh, the right. Brisbane callers yeah, right. are the best. They're really mm. funny. They're re- they're, they are proper Aussie Larrikins. Yeah, right. right. With a good sense of humour oh. and quite interactive. Well, for a second there, I thought someone liked me, so I'm just going to have another Valium now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brisbane fun. people are awesome. Uh, so from Brisbane, we have Bevan who says, Dear Talking Puffy, I am a Gen Y top. Apparently a rare thing. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. And I really enjoy fucking my boyfriend. Yeah, rub it in. <laughs> I'm single. Uh, except he always comes pretty quickly after we get into the swing of it. Long before yeah. I'm ready to. Do you know what? This is the thing. This is the thing. Mm. There's a lot of bottoms lose their shit. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. Usually I feel a bit disappointed that I don't get to fuck him for longer, but instead, should I be satisfied with my successful topping technique? Whoa. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Well, maybe, you, yes, maybe you are too good. Yeah. Bevan. Um, and maybe he's got like a little bend that pushes right into oh, the. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Did you see that little shudder? You, that, yeah. just, you just had a sense memory. I did have a sense memory. <laughs> oh, a little bend. <laughs> what, like his ass is spring-loaded or something? No, no, yeah. you know how, like, inside your bum hole... Oh, right. The, 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 there's the button. Like, the, there's a list to his dick Yeah, like lends itself. I, I, had a, uh, I had a boyfriend who, like, we could go for ages, mm. but sometimes I'd be like, look, I've had enough of this. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. And there was seriously... Midsummer murders as on. Come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew exactly where to put my finger in and then push down. Oh, wow. Yeah, and there right. was like, it was, a, it was a physically, like it was a, a button. You were it was, pressing it a button. It was raised up. Amazing. And, and it would just get me in the eye. I'd just be like, bang, <laughs> there you go. And done. Well, it's got to no, be handy in a what like, no, I'm not, I'm right, no, Don't press the button. I'm not ready to... Ah! Oh, so, God. Yeah, maybe Bevan's dick bends down a little. Like it's... Oh, I don't know. He might just be hitting that sweet spot. But, you know, and I'm thinking, Bevan... You are the top. You could always just hold him down and keep going. <laughs> Do you know what? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Fuck him. Just keep going. Yeah. Keep you know up. the other thing, Gen Y top, generally the Gen Ys. Uh... If, if, if you leave him alone, he will never learn. Yeah. yeah. Right? If you pound him for another couple of minutes when all he wants is a cup of tea and a lie down, yeah. he'll learn. That's right. What about uh, tell him to stop touching it while you're fucking him? Yes. Because mm. generally yeah. you have to, you yeah. know, these things don't explode of their own accord. Yeah. They sometimes yeah, if, if, if they, they can. They but... can, but it's very rare. Yeah. If you've got a bit of knock your hands free action happening, Bevan, you have yeah. a marvellous career ahead of you. Yes. 
yes. ten various hotel rooms on the west coast of the US. <laughs> Give him a book or something. To hold. Give him a PlayStation, <laughs> like a little, I don't know, let him play some games. Ma- or... Maybe try like reverse dirty talk. Yeah. Like, reverse yeah. dirty talk. You like that? Yeah, well, your dad does too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Puppies on a beach, puppies on a uh, beach. <laughs> your nana's masturbating. Your nana's ah, masturbating. Ah, you know, we'll ah. always be boys and buddies, friends, sisters and pals. Uh, yeah, or put this podcast on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We want him to last, not fall asleep. <laughs> we do have a special magical power of uh, being able to just uh, stop people dead in their tracks. Yeah, mm, that's well, happened before. But no, I would, uh, I would suggest uh, if you don't have a bed that has like those metal bars on it. Yeah. Um, Where are you going with it? Yeah. Well, get him to place his hands on. Oh, oh, so he doesn't. And then tie oh. the hands on. Or. So he can't actually get at his doodle. Oh, what, or, or just play slap twister. his wrist every time. Slap his wrist. Yeah. Play, play twister. Uh, 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 <laughs> re- right hand on red. Right hand on red. <laughs> no, left hand on green. Come on. Just put down a twister board and you go. Yeah, I think maybe he. But if he is spontaneously jizzing, then, uh, yeah, you should be very happy with yourself. Yeah, you should be very happy with put yourself. Put a clothes peg on his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of other disincentives. <laughs> yep. Clothes big on his balls. Yeah. <laughs> Look, desperate times call for desperate measures. That's right. Yes, that's fair enough. Or just threaten him. If you come too quickly, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> <How about that? laughs> we do not condone violence. No, we do not. <laughs> just press on regardless. Just just maintain your age. Keep yeah. going. Just keep yeah. fucking him. Just keep fucking him. Yeah. Sex should be selfish. Well, yeah. look, if he's, if he's coming that quickly... Um, and that easily, then maybe he needs to come twice. Yeah. Uh, maybe get him to go off to the bathroom and have a little cheeky wank. Just knock the rough edges off it. Yeah, yeah. Something about Mary style. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, give him, like, 20 minutes an hour. If he's also Gen Y, I'll be ready for it in about mm. 15, oh, 20 gee, minutes. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then pound away like there's no fucking tomorrow. Mm. There you go. Or Just... put some gardening gloves on him. <laughs> Kind of rough, but it hurts. No mittens. No mittens. Let's make yeah, him mittens. wear mittens. No, no, because then he'll show up at parties and people go, "Troy, why are you wearing mittens?" <laughs> I had to wear because I wank too much. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologise to to any um, chronic masturbators with Down syndrome who are listening. That was unfair. Because we do have a lot of them. Listening. He also has to wear an ice cream bucket on his head with eyes on. <laughs> yes, the magpies won't see. The magpies don't get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bevan. Well, there you go. So, well, you've got a few suggestions there, Bevan. You've got a few ways to I go. Hope, I hope we've helped you with our mitten. <laughs> ice cream bucket remedy. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> if you think eggs are just for breakfast, think again. Talk poofy to me. All right, it's time for our new segment. What's <laughs> <laughs> the root root report. No, the root, root review. Root review. Root oh, review. Where sorry. we review it, a root we've recently had yes. or experienced or been subject to, or, or even an old one. You, you old reviewed one. your first root. Yes. That's right. The, the uh, classics. Uh, look, I had that root in black and white. You know, right. I was going oh, was to. Sepia. I did some planning for this segment, uh, and I was going to review. I, I recently bought a house. Were you yes. going to go and have a root, especially? No, and I have had, you rooted your house. I rooted my house. I right. fucked it in the eaves. <laughs> uh, 
A little bit of tile under my forced. Oh. Um, no, I christened the house. Oh. Uh, congratulations. Thank congratulations. you. Thank you. With uh, a pair of gentlemen. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> you never. Oh, my God. Well, it was the bear week. They had like this southern hibernation ah. they have in, in Melbourne and they have all these bear events. And the final one was a bear dance party at the Greyhound. Oh, God. Yeah, right. Which uh, started at 5 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I texted the guys who had just left. I found the text in the morning when I woke up. Well, the afternoon at 2.30 in the morning. Right. So I was drinking solidly from 5 p.m. Oh, wow. to 2 in the morning. It sounds like a Puffcast record. <laughs> yeah. And you brought Yogi and Boo Boo back to the <laughs> I brought yeah. Yogi homestead. and Boo Boo back. One of which was a contestant in the Mr. Australasian Bear competition. Really? Oh, yeah, I, um, I root up the ladder. Bit, yeah. um, <laughs> I was going to say, bitch is a baller. And his, and his boyfriend. Uh, and weirdly, like they're from Perth. Yeah. And one of them uh, turns out I went to school with. Oh, my God. But he didn't re- recognize me and also didn't realize he knew who I was because I don't have the same surname I had at school. Oh, you changed, oh of yes. And it was, I forget how we got onto it, but it was like, oh, yeah, I went to school in Carlton. They're like, not Princess Hill. I went, yeah, I totally went to Princess Hill. Like, what was your name? Like, you know, how, how come I didn't know you? Like, were, you in, were we around the same age? I was like, oh, I was, my name at school was Adam Delamata. And then I heard the phrase that sends shivers oh, into God. Danny Minogue every fucking day of the week. Yeah. <gasps> Are you Michelle Delamata's brother? Uh, <laughs> Oh, no. And there we have it. It was one of my sister's best friends. Uh, oh, my God. And and totally... so what exactly had you done with him? What? At that point? Yeah. No, it was before. Oh, it was before you'd <laughs> been any shit pipe way. action. <laughs> there was no shit pipe action. I'm chased. And so the root review. Oh, no, it was awesome. Great. But the reason I've got it, I've got a root review from someone else. <gasps> oh, because oh. I was talking to someone mm. on the interesting net yes. about christening my house. Yes. And they uh, had their house christened by someone. And they have written a by root someone review. Else. By a someone. listener root review. A listener root review. Uh, a listener who uh, has wondered if he can perhaps get uh, an exorcism to remove the stench of Brennan from oh, his house. No, no, no. <laughs> And I said, will you review? Uh, <laughs> this, this, this must have been a while ago. The christening of uh, Surprise your house review. with La Brennan. Uh, and he said, yes. Scott, in fairness, it had to happen. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yes. The law of averages dictate yep. that finally a listener who has rooted you would tweet. Would write in. Uh, this is a review of the La Brennan Resort. <laughs> A few years ago, I had the opportunity to visit the well-known and often visited La Brennan Resort. Oh, shit. (laughs) I had heard a lot of this well-travelled vacation slot, but (laughs) like Adelaide, I'd never had the chance or desire to go where so many had gone before. (laughs) Is it anywhere near South Mole Island? (laughs) (laughs) When first approaching La Brennan, I was pleasantly surprised with the frontage. My initial impression was that it was quite charming and easy on the eye. However, I first saw Le Brennan at night, and as everyone knows, at night all cats are grey. 
In the cold light of day, you could see the signs of wear and tear of constant use were definitely apparent. Oh, ow. However, ow. without being too harsh, La Brennan was now well kept and the rear aspect lived up to its reputation. <laughs> oh, still, my God. That's what La Brennan is known for. Yeah. Wow. The accommodation was functional and clean. <laughs> oh, thank God. It's not who I'm thinking of then. Uh. Although it was clear that everything had been done to make you feel welcome, it couldn't hide the fact that the facilities had seen better days. Oh, it's always burn. fun to go somewhere new to you, but it can't help but take the shine off your enjoyment when you can tell so many people have been there before you, oh. twisting the knobs and fingering the curtain. Oh, <laughs> oh Scott. I'm not what sure how do? I feel about this. What did you do? I'm not sure. Staff appeared to be eager to please, literally bending over backwards for me. <laughs> not forwards. That'll be forwards. Although the service can't be faulted in itself, I couldn't help get that feeling at times that the staff for merely going through the motions after doing the same many, many times before. <laughs> oh. Almost like meeting the dead, glassy-eyed <laughs> glassy oh. gaze of a McDonald's server as they dribble out, have a nice day, with the conviction and sincerity of Ben Cousins' management explaining how he now has finally turned a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Harsh. Harsh oh. review. In summary, a diverting experience. It did feel a bit like ticking something off the list of being a gay man. Go to Mardi Gras, have an awful night at the Peel, use a sauna, fall for a torso shot on Gator, have a ride on La Brennan. But that's no <laughs> bad thing. Everyone has a laugh at movie world, but you wouldn't want to move in. <laughs> Would I recommend it to a friend? I guess so, for the novelty, if nothing else. However, that all depends on how the facilities have been looked after in the last five years. <sighs> if things have been allowed to become any slacker around Le Brennan, things might have become a little too grim. Would I pay another visit? Probably not. You don't go and see the giant pineapple twice, do you? <laughs> Grade B minus. Enthusiastic, if a little well trodden. Things have gone to seed, though this might well be a tad generous in today's money. Do you know what? This is <laughs> this is typical oh. TripAdvisor behaviour. <laughs> this is why I don't pay any attention to TripAdvisor. Because people like to get online and show off. Yes. Wow. About um, how cutting they can be. Oh, my God. Right. The way he's talking, <laughs> if what he is saying is true, then you would have a drawstring instead of well, an anus. Well, yes. And we would be able to smell that from here. <laughs> and the that's not the case. Reading I think between is... the lines, reading between the lines... I think somebody didn't get a phone call. Uh, I think someone didn't get a phone call back. Yeah. I think someone was expecting a, another trip. I uh, think to La Brennan Resort. He, he wanted a. Ouch! That was mean. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that was mean. That was unnecessarily unkind. Unnecessarily unkind. <laughs> and I think oh. hell hath no fury like a top unprongeded. <laughs> I think is what is happening there. <laughs> oh, I just, I, I just, I just hear that and think someone's still single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The fact that you've defiled someone's oh, house, good <laughs> you've Lord. christened someone's house, never called back. Wow. Well, that sounds like me. <laughs> Let's face it. Didn't get Have the bond back. Ever, I now this is this is going to be a confronting thing to say. Oh, um, I a friend of mine from high school when I was like nineteen, twenty, 
maybe 21, I don't know, mm. I was young. Uh, a friend of mine from high school was living in a house with a couple of people. One of them was gay, and you know that always comes up. Oh, my God, oh, you should meet my friend Jason. He's gay. Yeah. You'd love him. Or better yet, do you know Jason? Do He's you know gay. Jason? Yeah. Oh, gay Jason? Yeah. I did once have that. Someone said, do you know Stephen? He's gay. And I'm like... Steven, he's got big ears, really thin cap. And I go, yeah. I went, yeah, I totally had sex with him last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and it was true. Um, that's oh. another story. Uh, gay Jason. Uh, and so I, there was a house Gayson. party. Gayson. Mm-hmm. There was a house party at my friend's house. And I went over for the house party. And gay Jason, very cute. All right. Uh, well, they're not always, though. They have to meet my friend so-and-so. He's really cute. And you, no, this guy, totally hot. Like, right. really hot guy. Now who's being mean? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old mongoloid Jason with his <laughs> cankers <laughs> on his face and his, and his goiter. <laughs> He's really sensitive and he about wonder, that. He wonders why someone's written a bad review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, do you know what? I'm still laughing at cankers on his face. <laughs> do you know what? Next week, you should review him. Yeah. yeah. Now let's see. Yes. Nameless man that I can't recall. <laughs> now let's yeah. see who's laughing on the farting on the other side of your ass. You go to Jason's house party. Jason yeah. is well, hideously deformed. You can't stand J- inside Jason's of him. Jason's friend's house. Right. Well, right. you know, the, he, he lives there. And Jason. Jason's cute. Jason's cute. And, you know, one thing leads to another. I'm 21. I'm gay. I'm yeah. bumming off. Um, yes. <laughs> we ha- and we had a fantastic night. It was great sex. Really, you know, yep. it was fantastic. Um, but, you know, I'm young and fancy free. Does he think you're going out now? Well, he rang a couple of times. This is before mobile phones, so I was very rarely at home. Right. And, you know, my mother answered the phone and I, <laughs> you know. And then I uh, bumped into him another time and I was like, hey, it's you, hot, uh, let's. And he was like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. You've had your chance. <gasps> and I was oh, like, oh, I well. phoned you, you didn't phone me back, get fucked. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, never mind, uh, whatever. Uh, so about six months go by, and then I bump into him one more time at the Peel, and he's... Uh, he's still hanging on to it? He's drunk, and he's like, blah. And he goes, you know, I just still haven't forgiven you. And I'm like, what for? And he goes, you never called me. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not great with that. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, not a great. Goes, uh, I lost my virginity to you, and you never oh, rang. Oh my god! And I'm like, okay, you did not bring that up beforehand oh or until my now. God. Do you know what people overrate virginity? It is not a big deal. Yeah, like your it first, isn't, it your isn't, first isn't. route is no bigger deal than your seventh. No, yeah. Stop carrying on about it. Oh, no, and he's been hanging on to that for all but that time. And Don't not tell someone. Like, yeah. If, you know what? If he had said, I've never done this before. I've never done this before. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have done, done it. it. Right. Yeah. But why not, though? Because I don't want the responsibility. Yeah. I don't want to have to call him. Clearly, I didn't because no, I wasn't but, gonna. But he... But he uh, imbues it with that responsibility I was himself. 21, I was 75 kilos, I had long blonde hair, and I was totally hot. I was not calling anyone. I didn't need yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, too. I, that's Fair a, that's enough all too. in his mind. That is all in his mind. I know. The whole virgin but thing. Like the, like the christening oh, wow. of the house, yeah. as with La Brennan. Yeah, people put You hang on, on to things. Yeah. You imbue yeah. certain events with... You give them all this kind of meaning and Yeah, importance. a weight that they don't actually have. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? I've been on the flip side of that. I've I've been Glenn Close. 
Yeah. I've, I've been the bunny boiler. The first guy I ever fucked twice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of your next novel. Correct. The first guy I ever fucked twice by Toby Sullivan. I I was a terror. Yeah. I would really really pester him. Because you wanted it. Because I went, well, we fucked twice. We're married now. Uh, Oh, yes. Now I found love. See, yeah, it takes a little while to kind of get out of that. Because you're stupid and you just don't know how it works. Well, there's the age of one night stand consent, as we're all aware. This is where I go back to my little hobby horse, that that you you get lots of sex education, but you get no relationship education Ah. as a teenager. And you can't take all your relationship education from sex in the fucking city. No. So you don't know how to negotiate these things. I thought, well, he fucked me twice. He must be in love. And you can get all your, your, your relationship education from Sex in the City, but it's got to be a little bit Samantha, a little bit Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to share it out, really, you know? <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, well, uh, wow. if you have a root review, if you also have ha- visited La Brennan Resort. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit, it's going to be... Form an orderly line. Oh, form an orderly cast. cue, please. <laughs> Prepare for the onslaught. Stay so behind gonna... the ropes. Oh, God. We'll, we'll get gonna you need all a... in good time. We're going to need a PO. Box guys. Uh, oh yeah, locked bag number four. Talking coffee. Locked bag. That, that was definitely yeah. not your nickname. Uh, <laughs> Bratwurst. Aren't we the optimist? Talk to me. Well, it's time for the poofstery, the sistery, mother whore and special corner. Yes. I think Re- we should start Recline it. by the fireplace Hello. in your Chesterfield. Yes. yes. Pull up your, put on your slippers, get out your briar pipe. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, I've just got to take my support hose off. Oh, God. <laughs> What's okay. on the list today? Mm. Uh, it's a really extraordinary story. Um uh, I read in the paper just recently that uh, Gad Beck had died. Gad now, Beck. Gad, Gad Beck is the last gay Jewish survivor of the Holocaust. Oh my oh, God! Wow. Now, he died in uh, Berlin uh, just on recently 20, on the twenty fourth of June. Right. Oh, he must and have been about a million. He was. He was in his eighties. Right. Um, but a really. Um, Quite an extraordinary guy. Because you um, kind of forget about the, you know, because yeah. you hear so much about the mm, Jews in, yes. in uh, <laughs> Germany. You forget that they also... A lot of people, yeah. Jews, gypsies, fags. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of people. Like yeah. they just would pick a group and go, right. You're next. You're next. And yes. um, poor old Gad was uh, the double indemnity there oh. of both oh, gay and, and Jewish. Jewish. Wow. So, But it's his story is remarkable. And... Um, the great thing about it is when he died, he was an incredibly positive, glorious guy. Mm. And he um, was a big uh, feature of the, um, the, the Jewish senior center in um, Berlin. And a very positive, very, very well-loved guy. Um, and uh, I read an interview with him and, in which he said, God doesn't punish you for a life of love. Aww. And I thought that, and he was a very, um, really lovely, positive guy. Um, the extraordinary thing about his story, and he's written an autobiography, um, which if you look it up, um, it's it's somewhere out there. Also, he appeared in the HBO film uh, Paragraph 175, which was a documentary about gay survivors of the Holocaust, both oh. Jewish and uh, non-Jewish. And, um, re- and it's a very good documentary if you never mm. get to see it. But he's in that. 
Um, and he tells a story which I just uh, f- you know floored me. Um, he was half Jewish. So um, and so, consequently, he wasn't deported to the camps immediately, like a lot of Berlin Jews. Yeah. He um, kept was able to stay around for a little bit longer mm-hmm. until the tolerance kind of wore out. Yeah, yeah. until mm-hmm. uh, the fun stopped. Um, um, and he had uh, a lover who was a Jewish uh, guy, a guy called Manfred Lewin. And Manfred uh, was Jewish and had been rounded up. Um, and was about to be deported to the camps with all of the Lewin family. And um, Gad Beck, Gad is short for Gerhard, by the way. Right. Kind of, Gad is kind of a... Gad. Gad. Gad and man. Oh, yes. Gad, what are you lying? Oh, Gad. Get you, Gad. <laughs> um, anyway, so Gad basically says, my boyfriend is about to be put on one of those trains to Auschwitz. Mm. So what he does is he goes and finds a um, uh, Nazi youth, a Hitler youth uniform... Oh my Puts god. it on. Oh, oh my god. Mel Brooks. <laughs> oh my god. He walks straight in to the deportation no. center. Um, he was a very good looking guy and so and basically foot, you know, more front than Meyer. Wow. Basically says to the um the commandant, uh, Manfred Lewin, I need him for construction site duties. Someone's take him away. Please, I need him right now. Please get him here. And so basically eventually <gasps> saves his he gets this guy, Manfred, released. And basically, he kind of says, shut up, come on, come with me. And they walk into the street outside, and they're walking down the street. Because like, hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at construction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like I'm a awesome. laborer. Yeah. So, you amazing in that Hugo Boss. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, uh, they're walking down the street, and Manfred stops and says, thank you for getting me out but I can't go with you. I can't leave my family. I can't leave. And he says, um, uh, I can't go with you. My family needs me. If I abandon them now, I could never be free. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Manfred walks back in the building and him and his entire family die in Auschwitz. Oh, my God. In the last ever interview with Gad Beck, he describes Manfred Lewin as his true, true love. Oh. How could you go on? Oh, my God. Isn't that unbelievable? That is unbelievable. Can you imagine having to do that? Yeah. And if they say gays can't be in love... Uh, exhibit A, people. Yes. Jesus. So isn't that Monkey. extraordinary? That Pretending to be a Nazi. To get your boyfriend out and the boyfriend goes back in. Yeah. Oh, my God. You couldn't write that, could you? No, you can't. And um, <clears throat> But Gadbeck, That's devastating. Gadbeck um, eventually got very late in the war, got um, you know caught, um, but was released um, and helped a lot of people, the German Jews, get into um, Israel. He went to Israel for a long time, but came back to Berlin in 1976. And... Basically, helped rebuild um, uh, uh, the kind of the Jewish uh, population in Berlin. And in the very first Pride marches uh, in Berlin, he would turn up with an Israeli flag. (laughs) 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 I think it's incredibly classic. Um, but uh, go online, Gadbeck, G-A-D-B-E-C-K. There's some really lovely um, interviews with him. And here's this lovely old smiling pensioner oh, um, yeah. who Just talks. Was... And I think he found love later in life. Yeah. But Manfred was the guy. Wow. That is gorgeous. That you know, is it's, and it's horrible. It's a common yes. theme, isn't it? When, when you, you talk to people, you see interviews or whatever from people like from that time or for any other kind of horrible experience. I've, I've never seen one 
whether it's um, you know a, a survivor of the Nazi Holocaust or a survivor from a, some kind of African calamity, or whatever. Mm. I've never seen one of them just go, you know what, those fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, always... Everyone's so clear about it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. philosophical and wow. Mm. But interestingly enough, I was reading about um, the Holocaust recently, and once uh, the war was over and all of the um, the Auschwitz and all that got liberated. Um, a lot of everyone was freed, but a lot of the homosexuals had to serve out their sentences yeah. because the people who were liberating them agreed that they yeah, should yeah, be sure. in prison. Russians yeah. and so, so forth. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of you know a lot of homosexuals came out of the uh, yeah. the concentration the camps, camps and and, and went into prison straight into prison. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. As, as an aside. Um, the, a lot of the gay clubs in Germany during the 1930s, when the wall was put up, um, a lot of those clubs from the 1930s were still operating. And, um, These they, kind of Weimar gin pits. Yeah, yeah, but they were then kind of revivified by the Stasi, which is the East German um, mm, police. Secret police. Basically, and so consequently, um, Western diplomats would sneak across the wall and go to these amazing nightclubs, underground nightclubs. The, in oh, the East? In, yeah, this is in the 60s. Wow. And basically, the German secret police would use these nightclubs to ensnare Westerners. Oh, the Western honey gay, trap. The honey oh, trap. wow. And um, this is a really interesting thing because I remember when the wall came down mm. um, that there was a, a gentleman who turned up in New Zealand where I was living at the time and um, he was a very wealthy East German which you didn't hear of very no. much in the mm. early 90s and he was talking about all these clubs and I thought what did you do Olaf? Yeah. And then he disappeared again <laughs> right. because, because you asked that question oh shit <laughs> Oh, I've got to move I think again. what you did there was meet a gay Stasi policeman. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think Olaf, it's probably if you're out there, there, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your story is a great story. Also, a tiny little uh, shout out before I go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a Facebook site that's just been started up called Lost Gay Sydney. And it's basically a photo um, Facebook site. And it's only been going for a while, but there's 4,000 people on it now and thousands of photos. Now, it's all pretty just jumbled in there. Mm. But it's called Lost Gay Sydney. Go there if you want to have a look at some There'd of the There'd be most... some gold there, I bet. There's mm. hilarious. And people are just dumping their albums. Yeah. There'll be some, you know, Tamarama faggots waving their asses <laughs> at Pride Parade, I'm sure. Oh, but uh, there'll be yeah. some interesting stuff from... Lay Girls stuff. Yeah. There's a great, oh, like, great, like, early 70s hilarious stuff. But just flick through it because there's some really marvellous kind of photos and it's such a nice kind of messy jumble of stuff. Yeah, sure. So go and have a look. Lost Gay Sydney on Facebook. Gosh, now, Mother Horan, you're the best. Oh, if my you, God. Uh, if you have anything you would like Mother Horan to investigate, uh, you to can probe. You yes. can email us, boofcast at talkingpoofy.com.au. Nancy Drew at <laughs> Literally Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Poofcast at talkingpoofy.com.au or uh, jump on our Facebook page, which is obviously facebook.com slash talkingpoofy. Yeah. Uh, we're everywhere. Indeed. We're like a virus. Yes. <laughs> Just like a virus. That's Careful, right. You'll catch one of us. Mm. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mother Horace. A pleasure, darling. <laughs> oh. uh, that was the Poofcast. Yes. Thanks for coming. Thanks yeah, for thanks coming, coming to everyone. our party. And uh, look, uh, if you'd like to contribute to our new segment, The Root Review. 
Send us the details of what happened and we'll get yeah. we'll get David and Margaret <laughs> yes, yes. on your uh, conjugal experiences. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, especially if you've fucked one of us. That will make it even funnier. <laughs> oh, there we go. By one of us, I mean Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Um, top right. The top, yeah. On There's the on. on yeah. yeah. If you press off. it, it yeah. says off. Right. Yeah. Great. Don't uh, press the other buttons because we're going to talk to Arthur and he gets confused. <laughs> um, <sighs> which makes him dumb. I'll speak him hot out. <laughs> Don't talk to reception about fisting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Words no, to live by. Thankfully, there's no reception on Saturday. Uh, so, you happy to talk about the, the way of the fist? Oh, yeah, look, I right. don't care. Our right. uh, new segment, Fists of Fury. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a workshop coming up at Manhouse, so we might Great. Have a plug. Well, right. I was when, lucky when enough is to be at your workshop for Pleasure Salon. Ah, oh, right. And yes. that was fantastic. Um, yeah, Cillium Husk changed my life. Oh, it was that. There you go. <laughs> You got the oh my god! From. Yep. See, wow. told you. Mm. I told you it would. Man, was that your idea? Yes. You know your <laughs> shit. Absolutely. I do. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, yes. actually I do. You're yep. the elevated taking out the pooper to a size. <laughs> Is there a Nobel Prize for our sex? <laughs> <laughs> I think Seems Obama like won it. I think, I think Obama, Obama won it. it. Can we save it for on air? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean this is on air? <laughs> <laughs> the Nobel Peace of Arse Prize. <laughs> Talk poofy to me.